Welcome back to another episode of the Living Your Best Life podcast. Featuring Reem and... <laughs> today, I wanna, today, honestly, we've, we've planned out the topics and I like that we've planned out the topics properly. So we're going to get right into it. I've noticed this in myself and I feel like a lot of people that have kind of the entrepreneurial mindset will be able to relate, at least when you're first starting out. It's the difference between spending and investing your money. I feel like we've been conditioned to spend and part of the conditioning to spend is like the the, the advertisements, the marketing campaigns that are put out by companies mm-hmm. that make you want to spend your money, whether it's on the new iPhone, whether it's on the new whatever, the new clothing, the new apparel, the new this, the new that people will spend their money. But we're not that we're not very much so encouraged to invest our money. We're not very much encouraged to like invest in ourselves, invest in our money, invest in our businesses, invest in our ideas. But then there's there's that group of people that would say, oh, like buying new clothes is investing in myself, like in my self-confidence. self-confidence. Yeah. And to a certain certain degree, yes. But how many like black blazers do you need? No, but it's, my, my whole thing is if your self-confidence is contingent on your dressing yeah. or on you spending on fashion or products or whatever it is, then I feel like you have a shady or unstable foundation in your self-confidence. Because as soon as, yeah. as soon as your outfit goes out of style, what's what's going to happen? Your confidence is going to go out of style exactly. too? Exactly. Honestly, there's, I think like dressing well is very important. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like the way you portray yourself is very important. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you don't need to be keeping up with the trends every because honestly, the fast fashion is a thing. Like they change the trends like every few months, of course, or like every month. It's crazy. Like, do you really need a new shirt like every month? And that's part of the conditioning of like how us as people were conditioned to spend our money. But it's like, how often are you encouraged to like go invest in something that you believe in or have an idea? And like, how often do you hear people encouraging you to invest in that idea or actually Mm -hmm. pursue it? Or actually, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we have this whole, like, and when I say we, I'm talking about myself because I can only speak for myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we can only speak for ourselves. So if you can relate, if the shoe fits, you know, put that shit on. Yeah, exactly. Like me personally, I feel like I've been conditioned to, and like, in terms like for paying a thousand dollars for a course, like you kind of like, you felt a little bit hesitant, but then when it comes to like going shopping and you're spending a thousand dollars on clothes, it's like, Oh, let me spend that thousand dollars on clothes. Like I was, I was thinking about it. Like the other day when we were on the trip to Mexico, it was the easiest thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, fuck it. Yeah, I'll just do it. And then it's like, why don't we spend that? Why don't we have that same level of energy when it comes down to like investing in a business? Mm-hmm. Why don't we have that same unhesitate, like lack of hesitation when it comes to like investing in your business and in yourself? Yeah. And it's like slowly we're starting to develop that and build that. But I think it's a conscious work in progress. Yeah, you I think you constantly, yeah, you have to be aware of like, okay, why am I, why is it so easy for me to buy? the new shoes why is it so easy for me to spend my money to fucking flex or look cool or whatever it is to live outside of my means you know what i mean it's just like you don't have to do that you don't have to prove anything to anybody so it's like one of those things where just focus on focus on like how you're going to develop and how you're going to grow and honestly like investing in yourself is the best thing even before you invest in any businesses and in any stock whatever whatever the fuck they tell you they want you to invest in or whatever you feel like you want to invest in before you even do that i think you should be investing in yourself that's your education 
not your it doesn't necessarily have to be a formal education but it could be like a, a training course like a certification yeah certification or even books. Seminar, you can learn so much book. from from books honestly there's everything on youtube now too yeah but it's like you can invest two things you can invest your time or you can invest your money you but, know what i mean yeah. or best thing to do is to invest both invest in that like webinar invest in the seminar yeah. like these are all like investing these books you know books honestly man like books single-handedly changed my fucking life yeah you know the thing is like you can learn a lot of things from youtube but the people who are like those self-development teachers on youtube most of their information they're getting it from they're getting that from books they yeah. get it from books and then they make videos about it yeah so sometimes instead of watching their videos sometimes it can be easier but like you could watch their video but I feel like it's better to read the books that they read, read all the self-development yeah. books because that's yeah. where they're getting their information from. Get it from the root, you know? Yeah. And it's also, you know what it is too? Uh, I feel like a big thing that I've noticed with like the self-development sector of, of, of life and, you know, the, the self-development side of things is a lot of people start putting their trust way too much in the books or in the information and not so much in themselves. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like there's people that get very, very information addicted. You know, yeah. they're addicted to, to, to knowledge. They're addicted to information. But the only time knowledge is ever useful is when it's applied. Applied knowledge is the only way you'll ever be able to make anything out of it. Because they say knowledge is power. No, it's not knowledge is power. Like the use of knowledge is power. Exactly. You, you know? know so much, but if you're not putting it into action. Or... Yeah, like how many how many people do you know that are that are like post-secondary graduates or they have all the degrees degrees falling out of their ass and it's just one of those things where they they're unemployed it's like okay you have the knowledge are you applying the knowledge yeah. or do you know how to apply that knowledge is that something that you're taught that's the we thing the i i feel like us especially in like college and university they they teach you the knowledge but they don't teach you how to apply the knowledge or how to get the job how to do you know yeah the more in-depth and in, in-depth things yeah it's true and it's like it's like you can know everything, but if you don't know how to use what you know, then it's kind of useless, you know? So it's like yeah. you have to almost like the things that you, the information that you take in, you have to you have to internalize it. You have mm -hmm. to look within yourself and see, hey, is this something that's going to better me or is this something that's going to worse me? You know, because there's some people, there's a lot of gurus out there and some people are always giving the most accurate information based off of what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. Sometimes what they're saying isn't what you need to hear. Sometimes what they're saying is part of what you need to hear, but it's not the full thing. It's not fully applied to you. Every, every individual has their own unique situation, you know? So it's like, if you're constantly looking at word for word verbatim, what the other person is saying, and you're just trying to follow it, then maybe that person, the person doesn't know you. You don't know the person. Their job isn't to guide you. Their, their job is to in inspire the creative process within you that's going to help exactly. you get yourself in a better situation. And I feel like a lot of people don't trust themselves enough. Yeah. And I feel like for a while I didn't really trust myself to the point where it's like, I always looked for other people to like get knowledge and to get ideas and to, okay, I need to listen to this and base everything, all my thinking based off of them. But then I realized like the more I started knowing things, the more I started understanding the way the mind works, the more I realized these people aren't any better than me. They're not any smarter than me. They're not any more creative than me. They just found a way to kind of rise up from their situation and I could do the exact same. It's just about kind of finding that little piece of inspiration, that motivation that's going to help you burn, that, 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 that that's going to help you fucking have that burning desire that's going to push you out. It's going to push mm -hmm. you further than, you know, where you are today. It's true. The only difference between like us and like 
let's say like millionaires or like the it's the only difference between us and them is like the action yeah you know like the only the only thing that we need to start doing is the action you know yeah, yeah. it's like everybody can think and Any, everybody anyone, has ideas yeah everyone can become a millionaire it's yeah. just People don't people see it as something unrealistic or something they're born those millionaires are like born with. Like, yeah. no, they actually you have to work yeah. in order to obtain that. Yeah. And it's like even I, I hate me, the thing that I hate the most is like, oh well, some people are born into wealth and it's easier for them. Yeah, I mean it definitely like it, some people it is easier for them, but there's like you're just gonna deny the fact that there are people that are self-made and that are broken. There's so many they, people that are self-made. You know what I mean? It's just like you can't look at millionaires and be like, oh, all of them are, are, are inherited wealth. It's like, yeah, some of them are inherited wealth. But what's the excuse? Like, what's your excuse for the people that are self-made, that came from nothing and became very wealthy? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, what are you going to say about that? What's the excuse that you have for those people? Because there isn't an excuse, realistically. The, yeah. the, the, the excuse is whatever the fuck you want it to be. Yeah, whatever you want it to be is the thing that's going to hold you back. You know, you know? I, I feel like we're living in an amazing time right now. I feel like it it's because of technology, we're acquiring so much knowledge like online and we're able to connect with other people and like things that like, you know, things that we wouldn't normally know, mm -hmm. we know because of like the internet, yeah. which is so crazy. Like, I feel like now is like the time for like entrepreneurs and stuff. And I feel like that's people kind of feel pressured to become one because they see all this like mm -hmm. entrepreneurial, but I think it's, it's, it's about like what you want to do, you know, like you don't have to do something just because that's like what's trendy yeah. now it's like yeah. about what you want to do yeah an entrepreneur like, like if, you, entrepreneur, if school is for you go for it yeah if entrepreneur is for you go for that yeah and i feel like i feel like a lot of people are in this thing where it's just like well you know i'm happy working my nine-to-five job i'm happy working for the government or being a mm. nurse or being a teacher like these people are they're they're genuinely happy with their position in life and it's not like they want more and it's like mm -hmm. to kind of like to to, to vilify that choice of like mm -hmm. you know maybe i don't want to be an entrepreneur that's wrong you know what i mean so not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur yeah but it, like the idea nowadays is that you can be whatever the fuck you want to be yeah like there shouldn't be a limit of what you can and can't be you know yeah. like at least now we know well at least most majority of us know that you know there's not it's not there's not just one path mm -hmm. it's not just go to school and then get a job yeah retire it's not like that's not the only path mm -hmm. and you know we have the knowledge for that now we're yeah. able to find other ways and it's scary because i remember i remember like the first period where where i realized that like yo school shit is not for me i was scared and i was just like holy shit i'm probably gonna end up being a loser you know and it was scary <laughs> really? yeah it was scary i was like okay how the hell am i gonna make anything in my life when i, I don't even have you know i'm not even looking to pursue a post-secondary education and then it was one of those things where it's just like, I was like, okay, well, if I'm not doing that, then might as well figure something out. And the more I started learning like about myself and about, you know, what I like, the things that I want to do and how that, like how it's endless, like the possibility is endless for everybody out there. I mean, the first book that I read was Thinking Grow Rich. And that was like the one that implemented and showed me that you don't need, there isn't a set road. There isn't yeah. a set formula to like how this shit is done. The formula is up to you, but it's just about... Yeah, it's unique to yourself. Yeah, it's about, it's about like, how are you going to put it together? How are you going to make what you want? Like, how are you, how are you going to create what you want, you know? And it's like, for, for a long time, especially, um, I would say, because us, we're second generation 
Canadians, basically, or no, first generation first Canadian, generation. second generation to immigrants, basically. Mm-hmm. So we we we're different than the people that have been here for four or five, six generations. We're different. Like mm-hmm. we're we're we came here without the same opportunity as those people because when we got here, it was like it was like we didn't. Our parents didn't have the job opportunities that you know, the the, the yeah. fourth generation Canadians had. And they had they came the same here. cultural uh, mindset from yeah, back home. From back home. Here. Yeah, and they came here, their options were like, okay, be a taxi driver, be an OC transport driver, or be whatever, uh, try to open up a restaurant. You know, yeah. work or try to open up a restaurant. And those were the options that were laid out. And it's like, when, when now we're here and we're trying to kind of think big, it's hard because we're not coming from situations that are very... Uh, you know, like we, we haven't seen the glitz and glamour, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, we're looking at that and we're just like, okay, we have to top that. But it's hard to, like, it's hard to top that when you're conditioned to like, think a certain way to think that like, oh, okay, I'm new here. I don't have my foundation set. I don't have this. I don't have that. So mm-hmm. I feel like our generation is all about setting the foundation. Yeah. And we're setting our own foundations and then we're also building a house on top of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like more work on our end. And it's in a way it's it's hard because we're kind of in between the society of the of, of here yeah. and then we're in between the society of there. And we have to change it's like we have to change our whole paradigm to yeah. fit the the exactly. one we want. Exactly. So it's like for us, it's like we we're we're brought up with these with these perceptions of mm-hmm. like what a good life is, whether it's like, you know, uh, most immigrant families are like, okay, well, as long as you have a, dip- a degree or a diploma, that's all that matters. Yeah. Or it's like, as long as you work in the fucking government, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like to them, that, that's like what success is. So it's like when you're, when you grew up in an environment that's like telling you that that's what success is. Mm-hmm. And then you start to realize, hey, look, there's more to life than just this little bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? Let me, let me get after the things that I actually want to achieve in life. You start to realize that like, you know what, like I've been raised, like not raised wrong, but I've been taught wrong. Like my whole perception of like what life is and what the possibilities are that are out there, it's all Mm -hmm. wrong. So I need to revisit everything. So it's like, not only are you working, like you're basically working backwards so that you can work your way back up. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you have to take a couple steps back so that you can take a couple steps forward type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then that's how, that's how I feel like most of us are in, in, a certain situation where to a certain degree we're like looking for um we're looking to kind of fix things that were like left behind yeah you know it's like something that's like engraved in us we have to reprogram because think about it like i remember when we first met my whole perception of like with the world it was like okay well i'm not gonna go to school and the only way that i can make it is through this mma shit and that's that's basically my life and i'm gonna try to yeah. make it somehow like I didn't have this belief that like I can somehow make it in business or that I can somehow make it that in that you can do both. Yeah. yeah, like to me in my mind it was just like you know what like I this is it's either going to be something physical or I'm going to work in like some labor job. You know what I mean? Like it's either I pursue like this MMA dream because that's all I'm good for, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like for you, you were mentioning to me that like you were okay being a housewife. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like back. you're you're okay like you know fucking you know living in a small house. But you know it's crazy because. I went from growing up wanting, like, loving all the, I don't know, like, I felt like I did have, like, a success mindset growing up, mm-hmm. but then it somehow got destroyed mm. through, like, my, the people around me. Because yeah. I remember, like, I used to, I remember as a kid, I used to pretend that I have, like, a butler, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's, like, buying me all these things. Like, <laughs> I always dreamed of having, you know, 
nice material things and you know living in a big house mm-hmm. and having like a big family yeah i always dreamed of that but somewhere along the way it got destroyed <laughs> and I then i kind of got like, i think it's because uh the people around me kind of made it seem like that's very unrealistic yeah you can't have that lifestyle that's called growing the fuck up in this society i know growing up in the society is just that's how you fucking crush your dream you want to crush your dream grow up a little bit i know for them it's crazy because uh i remember i telling you about how i wanted to be a fashion designer growing up and then me and me and this other girl wanted to be fashion designers and then she moved away and she came back and she's like two or three years older than me so she was like in high school or something like that i'm like oh so like are you gonna pursue like the fashion designing uh industry whatever and then she's like uh she's like no that's she's like no there's not like that's not realistic like like what's what are the chances of that so she decided to become like a dental hygienist (laughs) and and it's sad because it's like you you can hear the other people's words coming out of these people's voices and then i see that i'm like oh wow like is that really unrealistic but but like do you know what i mean like like when you're like talk to somebody about their goals and their dreams or at least tell them about yours and when they like listen to the words that they say and how they say it, it's not even their fucking words. It's the words of like their parents. It's the words of like their yeah. People someone told them. them that too. It's just regurgitation. Yeah. It's like literally they're just saying the same shit that everybody else yeah. is saying. Although to be honest, my mom was very supportive about uh, of that like dream of mine. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I didn't have like the. So my mom was always very supportive, but it's like the, it's like the people around me, like school and like other family members. Mm-hmm. They like even if you have a family that's supportive, Mm -hmm. sometimes your friends can kind of put you down too. So that's why even us as parents, like when we become parents, we can do all we can to you know make sure like our our child is um, child has the support and everything he has, Mm -hmm. but that can still get destroyed, which is crazy. Like like through it can, but then it it does limit the possibilities because Mm. I think for me. You know, I grew up and there wasn't anything around me for mm-hmm. that. And I didn't know, I didn't have the blueprints. Yeah. I think that was the big thing. I didn't have the blueprints. Yeah. I didn't know how yeah. that would even be possible. And I, I think I think if you did have the blueprints, it would have been a different story. Yeah, it would have been like, oh, okay, there's you know? actually like, this is how I do it. Yeah. Like, like for me, for me, like, obviously growing up, there was a lot of like limiting beliefs that I had. Like me as a kid, I always had, I always dreamed big. Like in my mind, I was like, oh, one day I'm going to be famous. One day I'm going to be a... You know, I'm going to play in the World Cup. Like, I used to actually envision that shit. Like, that was, like, something that, like, I really, really wanted to do. But it's, like, for me, like, the older I got, I started realizing that that wasn't real. And it was more so because of the fact that it was, like, other people that were, like, kind of, like, influencing that. And and then I kind of started growing up and realizing that, like, I wasn't as disciplined as I should have been or I needed to be. I wasn't as committed as I needed to be. And it's part, part because I didn't know what those things were. I didn't know what it meant to be disciplined because mm-hmm. I was waking up whenever I wanted to. I was eating whenever I wanted to. There was no structure set in place for me. It was like, okay, here, you're home. Okay, here, eat this. You know, it was like there was no structure. There was no discipline. But it's like if I had that discipline, it would have been different because I would have been disciplined enough to say no to the bullshit that started coming in high school when it was like, okay, you're either going to pursue your goal your passion or you're gonna pursue this bullshit that's coming your way in high school yeah i didn't have that foundation it's like with that foundation you can overcome a lot of bullshit and pursue your goals but it's like there's a lot of things that would that that need to be in place the foundation needs to be strong the discipline needs to be strong the motivation needs to be strong and Mm -hmm. these are things that like somebody almost needs to kind of instill in you 
And if nobody instills it in you, then you better hope that you somehow figure out how to instill it in yourself. You know, mm-hmm. like I've seen, I've seen grown motherfuckers that are still living like they're high school kids. You know, like I've seen yeah. that. Like that's that's not something that's not something that's like that's not something that's uncommon. Yeah. You know, like I've seen that shit. You know, it's like you talk to them, it almost seems like you're talking to like, you know, one of your little brothers and they're twice your age. And you know what's funny? Uh, like sometimes I get people who are like late on like late twenties, early thirties, and they start talking to me about their life. And then they're kind of, they kind of talk, like when I tell them my age, they're kind of like, oh, you have a long way to go. When I tell them I'm the age, they're like, oh, you're going to learn a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't think you've learned enough <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they tell you how they were when they were 20. And it's just like, I wasn't, I'm not, I'm 20 now. I'm like, I'm 21 and I'm not yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like if like some people have to go through shit and they have, they learn the hard way, but then yeah. others don't like. Yeah. I, you know? I, I think a big thing that like, I feel lot, like we're very wise for our age. A lot of a lot of like a big thing that a lot of young people do is they allow other people to tell them that they're too young and they start to believe it. Like, I oh know. yeah, I am young. Like, even if they know better, yeah. they'll still make mistakes purposely just because of the fact that their excuses that they're young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're in their mind, they're just like, Yeah, you know what? Like, I'm a young person, I should be partying. I'm a young person. I should be doing this. I'm yeah, I still person, have I my. I still have ten years ahead of me. Yeah, and it's like 30. even even the whole like marriage shit. Like, yeah. like us getting married. It's like people are like, "Whoa, you guys are 21, 20. Like, yeah. you guys got married at twenty. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, okay, well, fuck. What's you know the what difference I mean? between getting married now or like, okay, like for for example, there are people who will be in a relationship for ten years mm. before they get married. But it's like, like, for, like, do you really need to be with a person for 10 years to get to know them? Like, I mean, people change, but uh, like, what's the difference between like getting married five years before that or five years after? And it's like my, my if you know, you want to be with a person for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true. And it's like my, my whole thing is like, my whole thing is like, if you're with somebody and this is the person that you want to develop and grow with. Yeah then be with that person and develop and fucking grow with that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this, this fucking journey of life that we have, it's like, it's all risky. Re- yeah. It's, it's like, everything is a risk and worst case scenario, it doesn't work out. You know what I mean? I know people are so scared of that though. Yeah. It's like, you know what it is? Yeah. I, I was actually talking to, to my friend Hassan yesterday. We were talking about like, like the, basically the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, <clears throat> I was just like, a lot of people are afraid of failure because Essentially, our in our DNA, our ancestors embedded this fucking idea because back in their time, like back, back, back in the days, it was like, yeah. if you fail, that meant death. You know what I mean? Like if you went hunting and you didn't come back with some food, that meant death. Yeah. You're starving to death. You know, if you get attacked by a bear and you fucking can't protect yourself, that means death. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're a fire, if you don't, if you can't start a fire that's going to keep you warm throughout the winter. Mm-hmm. That means fucking death. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like all these things are like, it's either you do, you, you, you succeed or failure equals death. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Success equals life. Failure equals death. That's kind of the, the, the mindset that people have, but it's like, now it's like, okay, dude, if I start this fucking business and it fails, it does not equal death. Why is it that we're so afraid of it in our mind? Yeah. In our minds, we're so afraid it, of death. It might equal like, being broke but <laughs> but here's the thing here's the thing like i, I was like just to kind of elaborate that on, like on that further 
I was watching a video of Dana White. He was saying he used to work as a bellboy, yeah. uh, like at a hotel. He was making decent money, he was saying. And he was saying that he decided to quit and pursue a, a career, like a, to pursue his passion, which was to kind of be in the fight business, whether it's like a manager, a promoter, whatever it is. That's what he wanted to do. He's like, the reason why I was why I was able to quit and just walk out of my job is because I realized that I can always come back to this job. He's like, I look around, I see like 60-year-old motherfuckers that are just, you know, out here working this job. They've been working it since like my age. They've been that doing gave this him a the... sense of comfort. That's true. But it's like, I was thinking about it for myself. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in car sales. If I go pursue whatever the fuck I want to pursue, if it fails, I can just come back to car sales. I know. Like, it's not like car sales are going to be like, oh, well, you left us. No. It's I like know, they won't. <laughs> you know, or it's like, whatever it is, like, you can, you can fucking, like, you can work anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I can come back, okay, decide, hey, you know what? Let me be a real estate agent. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's easy true. shit like that. You can actually, like, go out, pursue something. You can fail, and you can come back, and worst case scenario, you're back doing the shitty job that you hated. You know, yeah, until exactly. you build up the courage to go again and try to pursue something again. Yeah. But it's like the worst case scenario, you come back to where you are. It's not like there's like a, a demand for fucking, you know, it's not like there's like a huge lineup for people that are like yeah. trying to get into these like shitty jobs that nobody really likes. And to be honest, I don't think anyone should even think about worst case scenario, like when you're pursuing something, because I feel like with with the, when you're when you're pursuing something you love, mm-hmm. if it's something that you really want to do, you can make it happen one way or yeah. the other. No matter like, I feel like a lot of things can happen. Like it can it can go wrong, mm-hmm. but then if you really want it, you yeah. can build it back up. Keep building it back up until yeah. it works. Yeah, man. Like the, the the amount of like stories and shit that you hear of like you know like people that have walked away from something to pursue something greater and then mm-hmm. have it fail for a couple of years. And then eventually it's just boomed. And it's like, everybody's like, Oh yeah, I told you so. Like, of course, like when you look at, Dan- <laughs> when you look at that Dana White guy, that he's the, essentially the founder of the UFC, essentially he's the founder. Like you look at that now and you're like, of course he left a job as a bellboy to pursue this career. Like, look at you now you're worth like $500 million. Like, of course, no brainer. Of course you're going to do that. But it's like, if you saw him going through the struggle of trying to build the UFC and trying to develop the yeah. skills to build that shit, you'd be like, hey, man, like, why are you struggling so hard? Why don't you go back to your bellboy job? So it's, it's yeah, all like, it's, so true. it's funny because like, when you look at it like that, you realize that like, it, it, it's so, like, there isn't really like a set like thing. There isn't like a set criteria of like success. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just all based off of like your willingness to kind of make it happen. Mm-hmm. It's like this guy, he went from like a situation where like people were telling him like, why are you quitting your job as a bellboy? To like, now he's the owner of the UFC to like, of course he quit his job as a bellboy. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like all of, like, of course, when you pursue what you want to pursue and you persistently stay with it, there's going to be hard times, mm-hmm. but it's like, at the end, it's going to be worth it. Exactly. And that's, that's what makes everything worth it. It's that, that, that satisfaction of overcoming. I feel like the most successful people had to fail so many times before they actually, yeah. before they actually made it. And then, take, take Disney, for example. Remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, he went on? bankrupt like four times. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah. But like now it's like... He, the, now it's like, like Disney. The, of course Disney is successful. The man is dead and it's still going... Yeah. Going crazy. Like it's still... Of course. And there's still like, and and it's like, you look at that and you're just like, well, of course they're going to be successful. But it's like some, some companies need that shit, but it's like some companies don't, you know what I mean? Like some people, like, I think failure, all it is, is it's like, it's like a lesson. You know what I mean? It's like something that you can learn. It's something that you can develop. And then from there, you, uh, essentially from there, like 
if you learn it, you can overcome and correct yourself. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you develop and learn these skills early on, like you can be a little bit more successful going into your next career, your next job or whatever it is that you're pursuing. Like you can do, you can get into it having understood the fact that like, you know what, this is where I went wrong. This is what I shouldn't do. Let me, let me, let me move forward and correct and adjust so that I can kind of move, walk towards success type of thing, you know? Yeah. Moral of the story, honestly, with, with everything that we were just discussing, the idea that I personally take away with it just from this conversation is don't be so afraid to invest in yourself. Don't be so afraid to count on yourself and depend on yourself and to believe in yourself. Yeah. People can tell you all the advice that you that that you want to hear. They can say all the right things. If you don't believe it, if you don't believe in it, like for yourself, it's not going to be worth shit. You can have all the knowledge that you can have gathered from books. If you don't believe in yourself, none of it means shit. So invest in yourself, believe in yourself, and realize that it's not as bad as you think it is. Pursue it. It's not that hard. You know what I mean? And even if it is, it's harder to it's harder to live with the fact that you never tried. Exactly. That's that's what I will say. I will say no matter how hard it is to pursue your dream, uh, your dream, the 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 hurt of you not pursuing your dream is gonna be worse than the hardness that oh, you're yeah, gonna definitely. endure. I always think about that. And that's what makes me want to, you know, just at least try. It's easy right now because we're young. It's yeah. easy right now to like overlook this and say, oh, you know what, fuck you. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. But when we're old and wrinkly and chilling on our deathbed, we're going to be thinking back all these moments when we're young and we're going to be like, fuck. Why didn't I try? I had the money. I had the time. I had the opportunity. I just didn't do it. Exactly. You don't want to die like that. That's no way to die. That's inhumane. That's the worst kind, that's the worst kind of death that you can possibly have. Mm-hmm. Don't die like that. Anyways. Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to subscribe if you guys enjoy listening to our podcast and rate, review, and share with your friends. I think this was our best episode.